right. Welcome to this week's episode of Chingasso's Combat Crew, your one-stop shop for all your combat news. And you know how we do it. We got another banger of an episode. BKFC Thailand, numero five. One Friday Night Fights again. Jonathan Haggerty versus Mauricio Andrade. UFC Fight Night, Jalton Almeida, Derek Lewis. Tons of UFC news and even some IBKJF Crown 2023. I got the boys. Gentlemen, how are y'all doing this fine season of giving as it is November? This is the first November show. How y'all doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. I missed all these fights, man. Except for the, the Senchai Bukov fight. I was able to catch that. Uh, so I'm looking forward to your recap. And I know the listeners out there are as well. Uh, other than that, it's been a good weekend, man. How about you, man? How's it going? Uh, same here, man. I missed all these fights. I heard there were some good ones. Um, so I'm looking forward to this to find out what happened, but yeah, fortunately this week has been busy. Didn't get to watch them. So I'm looking forward to it. Oh, no worries. No worries. I'm gonna catch everybody up, including the boys and everyone out there. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Hopefully your work week is going off to a wonderful start. Uh, as the season's starting to turn, the leads are changing, but one thing is consistent and we're bringing you another banger of an episode. Gentlemen, grab your coffees, tell your boss to kick back, tell your co-worker to take the shift over because you're going to kick back and watch the rest of this show. So we got you for the next 60 minutes. Let's get going here. Y'all ready? Go do it. All right. First story on the docket, IBJJF Crown 2023. I don't remember too much about this last year. I remember they did a bunch of super uh, tournaments, but I want to say that they had a couple of super fights. Do you remember that, cuz? Yeah, you know, um, I remember some fights, a little bit about it, but it seems like this this go around, it's like really blowing up. Yeah, this time around, it looks like it's only going to be tournaments. So I think they're having like five or six different four people brackets. And I just want to talk about the ones that I'm the most interested in, starting with this one. Uh, unfortunately, Samuel Nagai was going to participate in this bracket, but he has had to step down because of an injury. So Mauricio Oliveira, this up last, this past year, I believe, was uh, he was a Brasileiro national champ out there. So he ain't no joke. So he's coming in last second, going to be taking on Diego Bato in the first round. And on the other side of that bracket, dude, this is a fire matchup here. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Fabrizio is a world champ, but he is an ADCC medalist. Actually, no, he is a world champ. Uh, Fabrizio Andre taking on Isaac Doderline. So we're going to get to see two world champs go at it in the first round. That's a gold medal match. I'm, you can't tell. I don't know if it's my coffee or the matchup. I'm super pumped for this, man. Don't be You know what's getting me pumped about this? It's a music pool. Like, you, you're like, we're, we're getting ready to a rave or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly where I'm I, trying to take you, Fonzo. That's exactly yeah. where we're going. We're going I, out I, to the desert. About to drop some shrooms, and we're going to blast <laughs> off. This I don't know what you just said, but I'm definitely pumped about it now. <laughs> All right. Get pumped. Get pumped. Get pumped for this one, too, dude. A little, a All of them are going to be so good. Dude. This is uh, a guy who's just been smashing everybody mm-hmm. in his path. He's definitely the Godzilla King Kong in this weight class, in this bracket here. That's Tynan Dalbra taking on Pedro Maya. And then on the other side, Andy Murasaki taking on Mauricio Oliveira. Looking at this bracket, I was kind of wishing that they would have invited our boy Mason. But as you know, Mason's getting ready for little Gordon. So 
he's kind of that's probably, probably got his hands a little full at this mm -hmm. moment so yeah uh a couple other brackets that i'm going to be looking at are the big boys felipe andrew francisco Lowe, gustavo batista wanderson ferreira and then the really really big boys eric muniz and roosevelt souza back from his ibjjf suspension if you guys remember i think he got suspended like at this tournament last year if i'm not mistaken so he's gonna be back and he's taking on eric muniz which ain't no like that's a tough tough matchup for anybody especially roosevelt coming off of a whole year of i mean i know he's been rolling and training but really no live action in the gi or ibjjf matchups i think he's only been doing super fights so on the other side of that bracket victor horonio and Joa Gabriel Rocha. So some old veteranos on that other side should see some good jujitsu. Uh, staying on the jujitsu topic, but switching leagues now. I wanted to, I wanted you guys to check out this clip. And because I know me and you got some firsthand experience, not really hands-on experience with this, but we were in the house for one of these types of tournaments and we saw stuff like this going oh all yeah, the time. And Fonzo, yes. you were like, when you saw a clip, I think that I shared last week or the week before, you're like, whoa, wait a minute. Are, are they going to stop it? No, bro, they don't stop. So as you can see, they just try to get everybody to get out of the way, and they just keep going until there's a, a moment in the action where the ref can stop them and then restart them back on the mat. I want to get you guys' opinion on this. Fonzo, you're not a grappler, real, like an everyday grappler, but you do partake every now and then. Because you're on especially the daily when, Especially when the guy's looking good. He definitely likes to grapple. Oh, yeah. Tack <laughs> yeah. Tackle and grapple. Or he's, not, yeah, or he's wearing those spandex that he likes. <laughs> that's why, that's why my aunt wears them all the time when he's around me. Oh, that's oh, right. This, this dude. This dude. I know what you are. <laughs> what do you guys think about the action going to the mats? Do you guys think they should stop it before it even gets there? Do you think they should just let it continue? What do you think? This you good know or what? bad? I think... It makes it entertaining, right? I, I, when I see this, of course, it's entertaining. Like, you're like, oh, shit. You know, like, it, it's out of the norm. So, like, it does draw you in. It, it gets you a little pumped. Like, you know, something different. But to protect the fighters, I, I really would like them to, to stop it and then go back to the mat. You know what I mean? Because, look, there's tables all around. There's chairs, people. You know what I mean? Like, it's it just you got to protect people. Yeah, I, I'm with you, dude. I don't think that's pro like that's if you if you don't want them to go out that way, like why don't you just extend the mats or why don't you put something that's gonna prevent them? Because it almost seems like they're just like they they want this to happen. Like, right. how can you not like at least when we were there, they had barriers up. Look, there's nothing even there. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like they're inviting them to take it out. And then another thing is that's carpet. Uh, on, on top of concrete. So there, there's nothing there, dude. Like if that guy would have gotten spiked on his head, that's concussion city, dude. You shoot for a takedown on concrete, that's not going to be fun. Yeah. And so, you know what I mean? You could be, you, you're thinking like, yeah, you're pushing the action, but now maybe you're one of your top athletes is going to be injured and he's not going to be able to, to compete in that tournament or maybe even in another tournament down the line. I yeah, don't know. I just, you know, I, I, I guess, I, yeah, I, I think I have a different look on it, especially, like, um, I don't think they're doing it so much for the action. They're like, oh, you know, check this out. We we can do this, and, you know, in this league. I think it's more so um, I like the fact that when you're in the middle of trying to get that advantage, 
they don't just stop you because you never when you start back in the center of the mat, you're not going to have that momentum of, um, what, you know, trying to get that position. So I, I like the fact that they don't suck. Now, where I would I do agree with you guys, I, they may cross that line just a little bit like the one we went to go see. They had metal, metal or iron barriers, railings, and so yeah, yeah. So you know that is going to cause some. It can cause some injury. And but I almost like what you here. If I remember, if I'm not mistaken, I almost feel like the refs at the ADCC West Coast Trials 2022, mm -hmm. like they did a better job of making sure the athletes didn't even get to that point. Yeah, because yeah, there was exactly. a handful of times where the guys wrestled off the mats and mm -hmm. went into the tables and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But there was a lot of times where they got close and they would come and push them back like they yeah. acted like as a human barrier to keep mm -hmm. them onto the mats as best as they could so yeah i don't know and maybe, it's not like maybe they, they just this was happening all the time you know this yeah. doesn't happen all the time every match it's it just, just seemed it's on well, i mean occasion. it's kind of like adc has evolved into there's a lot more wrestling you know what i mean i was about yeah. to say like mm -hmm. this didn't happen in the early adccs but mm -hmm. there wasn't as much wrestling going on in those days mm -hmm. as there is now now it's heavy wrestling yeah heavy Heavy take, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, a whole lot more aggressive than it was. So, yeah, like, it seems like you're getting those wrestlers out there that are using that that part of the advantage of all right. Yeah. So I got the different the no gi. Like I, got I the just like, and like then... I think you nailed it because when you said we got to keep the fighters safe, and that's mm -hmm. all. That's all that in the end. That's all that really matters. Yeah. Another thing that the fighters would really appreciate is getting pizzed, <laughs> bro. Bloody elbow dropped a crazy article. This past week, after the UFC lost, I don't know if the judge was like going over some stuff, and the judge was like, "Oh, now we're releasing this." So apparently, the UFC was fighting to prevent this information here that we're going to be sharing right now from getting out because this is like the entire curtain has been pulled, and now we get to see all the numbers. Remember how, like back in the day, we would be reading like on MMA Weekly or on Sure Dog about the paydays for the fights, and we see, like, oh, Leota Machida made 200K uh, mm -hmm. for his fight. Uh, Chuck Liddell made 300K. And then we're like, ah, you know, that kind of seems kind of low. And then mm -hmm. you'd end up reading, like, on a thread somewhere or on a forum that they got paid, like, an extra meal or they got some pay-per-view points. So they ended up making a, a little bit extra on top of what they showed because for whatever reason, the UFC didn't like to disclose the actual paydays. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So now this is all of it. So what we're sharing on the screen is McGregor's. I'm going to click on the link and show other fighters. But right now, let's focus on McGregor. And what I really like on and, this. But, well, but what I'll say, let's let's make sure that we make like McGregor's a special case. Right. Like because this is like he always gets top of the line. Much. Definitely. Other people. Don't Definitely. Get this. What I want. And, and it, yeah, you're absolutely right. Like. Conor McGregor has been held with gloves. Like he's just in a different class, the way he's negotiated, the things he's been able to do, the things he's right. been able to get. So not a, a lot of the other fighters are going to be able to get what he was getting. So what I really like that that bloody elbow showed here is not only did they show how much Conor got when he fought Nate, not only are they showing how much Nate got when he fought Conor, but they're showing how much the UFC generated for that entire event. So for Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor won. They generated $61 million. Of that $61 million, Nate got 5.5 and Connor got, oh, I'm sorry. Connor got 5.5 and Nate got 2.8. So 
average that out, that's like nine mil out of the 61 mil. So they're taking like almost a 10% cut of that, you know? So I want to share some of these other numbers. And Fonzo, I know I was talking to you about this yesterday during breakfast. I was sharing a super crazy number with you regarding Ronda Rousey when she fought Liz Carmouche. So when Ronda Rousey fought Liz Carmouche, sorry, Fonzo, don't get distracted by that night elf (laughs) druid temptress focus. Ronda Rousey made 574K in her fight against Liz Carmouche. I don't know where they got the information from, but I believe Luke Thomas or Brian Campbell on Morning Combat reported that Liz Carmouche took home a cool, hardcore, anybody want to guess? $15,000. What the fuck? So Ronda got 574, Liz got 15K. And then let's look at some of these other numbers here. That's ridiculous, The numbers that I'm like, ah. I mean, and then this all like, I kind of feel like GSP was compensated pretty well for the money that was coming in. I don't know what how much money the UFC was making on each pay per view that GSP fought in, but look at that man, four point three when he fought Jake, three point one, almost three point two when he fought Carlos Condit, four mil for fighting Nick, bro, that's yeah. a lot of money for back yeah. then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And look at Anderson's payouts. 2.5 versus Vitor. 2 mil versus Yushin Okami. 2.5 versus Chow Part 2. You know what I mean? And then a little bit versus Daniel Cormier. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Could you imagine what a GSP versus versus, uh, uh, Anderson Silva would have done? That would have killed it, dude. And then, and Dude, then, on the Saturday, no, look at these numbers, bro. BJ Penn versus John Fitch, 400K. BJ Penn versus Nick, 475. Dude, Dude I can't believe BJ Penn fought Rory McDonald's. Yeah. And then look, look at, at DJ, DJ, bro. Yeah. That is, oh, no wonder he went to one. They, they did him dirty, man. They did. Yeah, him they dirty. did, man. No wonder he didn't want to stick around. So, yeah, I just wanted to share those numbers with you, man. And I'm sure in the next coming months, we're going to hear more and more and more from some of the other people. So if these are like the cream of the crop fighters at that time, what were the people at the bottom making, dude? Well, remember Nick Diaz had 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 that uh he he um he had that comment where he said like, man, you know, I'm showing up in my freaking like busted up ninety some Civic Honda Civic. And like yeah. these motherfuckers are showing up, like you know what I mean, and they're nice ass cars. Like that's, like I'm, you know, he's fighting for twenty five k. Everybody else is fighting for five hundred plus. Well, if Nick Diaz wasn't spending all day smoking marijuana cigarettes, maybe he'd be <laughs> in more control. Not just kidding. <laughs> all right, last week we had our boy Francis shocking the world, taking on the champ Tyson Fury. And he may not have won, but he impressed the crap out of a lot of people. Right, guys? What do you think? 100%, man. Right? 100%. And so it kind of seems like the doors have just been open, and Francis is going to about to do whatever he wants now. So now, not only is he focused on boxing, he's still talking MMA. Because he's like, I didn't, who knows if this was him being super emotional? Who knows if this was his manager getting in his ear and saying, like, hey, say this, say this. But... Francis came out last week and was like, yo, I still want John Jones. And I know John is injured. So in the meantime, I'll fight Stipe. 
And then after I fight Stipe, I'll fight John. Knowing that'll probably never happen. But dude, that is the only fight that they should be making right now. Regardless. Well if, if Stipe was really released from the roster in the UFC, then that means he can go to PFL, right? Maybe. Who knows? Unless they do something crazy with their contracts like they always do. We need to take a look at that. you know. But, yeah. it, but if you're right, yeah. Simon, sign him up for PFL. Make that fight happen. Francis kicks the crap out of Stipe. All right, now we got John Jones in two weeks. Whatever he wants. Whatever. But also at the same time, you know what I mean? Like... The clock is ticking on John's career. So how much juice, how much more juice can they squeeze out of John? You know, Depends like on much who's powder on the roster takes. in the U like <laughs> who on the roster who on UFC's roster would generate as much eyeball, as much money as a fight versus Francis? Would Nobody. is there anybody that would do that? Nobody. No? What do you think, cuz? I don't know, man. I don't know. What about five? Flyweights versus John Jones, <laughs> six midgets, <laughs> five flyweights, and then John against John Jones. Yeah, that yeah, bringing money. It's, li it's little people, and yeah, <laughs> all right. So, let me ask you guys this should he continue boxing or should he just go back to MMA? Nah, stay boxing. What do you think, Fonzo? I think so. I think so too. And then going back to John Jones, man, the only the only fight, like, and I've said it before, the only fight I'm interested in in um, in Jones taking at heavyweight would be um, Alexander Volkov. I think that makes the most sense. But it's also not going to be the most popular either. You know what I mean? People aren't necessarily yeah. going to tune in for that. But that's the that fight. Would be I more like see. A, for the for the hardcores that would right. appreciate that. Like the, right. the casuals, they're not. They don't. Nah. Yeah. 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 But you're yeah, right. No, I, I'm, I agree with everyone else's statement that Francis should definitely continue boxing. He should strike while the iron is hot. Because you know how people are, dude. They forget super fast. So if he were to go to MMA, he might lose some steam that he created by boxing. And then at the same time, if he's going to go back to MMA, that's going to be less time that he's going to be training boxing. So let's let's get a matchup going and let's get him up against somebody good. You know what I mean? Let's go. Uh, Deontay Wilder, man. Joshua, right Deontay Wilder, bro. Speaking yeah. of Deontay Wilder, bro, I owe you for that. That's a good segue, man. Francis dropped this little tidbit of information on uh, Ariel Helwani's MMA hour. He says that, that Deontay Wilder has been training MMA for quite a while now. So I don't know what that means. I don't know how much time, but he has been training. I, I'm sure there's footage out there of him doing stuff, but uh, should he fight Deontay MMA or Deontay in boxing? I think they both should go to a karate combat, do it there. Oh, that oh, would be that would be badass. Yeah, <laughs> that, would that would not. Be cool. That would actually be a great freaking idea. <laughs> Dang, you got to worry about the take down. I'm working yeah. on it right now. I'm working on it. Yeah, I like yeah, that. I make like it happen. Mm -hmm. All right, let's move on. Our boy here dropped a hot, hot statement on us. You guys want me to? Uh, you guys want me to do a Dana White voice dub real quick? Check this out. Wait. All right. <clears throat> Hold on. Let me drop my prime here. Sponsor hey, what's up? This is Dana White. I was just listening to Chicago's Combat Crew. And what we're going to do is we're going to do every matchup that these guys want. Benio Darius taking on Armand Sarukian, December 2nd, 2003, Austin, Texas, guys. Another matchup that we're going to be making. Bobby the King Green taking on none other than... 
Who's he fighting, guys? Tell me. <laughs> uh, you had Hooker. me. You had me. <laughs> All right, let, let's let Dan. He's looking to move into the top 10. Some other great fights in this card. Kelvin Gastelum is dropping down to welterweight versus number nine, Sean Brady. Former flyweight champ, Figueredo is moving up the bantamweight to take on the number eight ranked Rob Font. Former bantamweight champ, Misha Kate, is back to face number 13 ranked Julia Avila. This one is going to be fun. Khalil Roundtree versus undefeated Azamat Mirzakhanov, two of the scariest punchers in the light heavyweight division. Tickets for UFC Fight Night Austin, Texas, go on sale Friday, November 3rd. This card is going to be fun. Get your tickets. Thanks, Chingasso's combat crew. Dana White, out. All right. So check that out, man. How was that? I couldn't even tell the difference. I couldn't tell. You know, you couldn't. What you need to do is have uh, Michael uh, uh, Goldberg come out and be virtually identical. (laughs) We'll get that one next week. We just need that. that, Yeah. Sound bite. Saving up my points for, for a cameo. Okay. All right. So here, which are you? Are you guys hyped for this or what? What do you guys think about that? Dan Hooker, Bobby Green, and I, I'm hearing it might be a five rounder. That'd be interesting. It's gonna be uh, five they, rounds. Of Bobby Dan Green never gone. He's never been in a five round fight, right? None of no. these guys have. None of these guys have. I don't think Dan. Ho- no. Yeah. Has Bobby Green ever lasted more than three rounds? He's never had to go. Well, he's never had. I mean, he's lasted three rounds. You know. Has he? But uh. I feel like he's always either finished someone or they finished him. With no, he's like, got yeah. some. De- I'm sure he's got some decisions. Yeah. Uh, this one's going to be strength. fun, man. It's going to be a good one. And not only is the co-main and main event going to be good, dude, there's going to be like that Davison Figueredo. Dude, how did that not get co-main event? Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he hasn't been winning as much, right? Like he's been – he's had some losing streaks. He did. Yeah, but every time it – well, has he really? Because he's only lost to Brandon. Let's just like, hope they don't have as much like cancellation as they did this, this go around. Last five fights. So, all right. Sticking with UFC, you guys remember DDP was kind of getting bullied. They kind of wanted DDP to take a fight earlier, and he was like, no, nah, I'm not ready. So, instead of DDP fighting Izzy in Australia, Sean Strickland stepped up, right? Yeah. So uh, DDP sticking to his guns and he's saying, I'm not going to beg for a title shot. Whenever they give it to me, that's when they give it to me. So some podcast from France came out and I guess this podcast is like pretty well known for dropping hints on, on fight announcements. And they had uh, Manoz Fioro, the female fighter. Um, man on Fioro, yeah. Right. And I guess her coach was getting interviewed and he's hearing rumors that Sean wants to fight in December again. So who's avail- who would be available in December? Because December's right around the corner. So let's take a look at the top five. So according to the coach, he's saying that he thinks it's going to be DDP. So Izzy already says he's not going to be fighting. Yeah, yeah, he made that. He's taking awesome. a break. Robert Whitaker's yeah. available. Jared Cannonier's injured. Marvin Vittori's also available. But who would you rather see? DDP, Robert Whitaker, or Marvin Vittori? DDP. Com- DDP. You can also throw Kamzad in the group, but I think his hand is still messed up from the yeah, last Yeah, I don't fight. think he's going to – yeah, I don't think he's ready. Yeah, I don't think he's uh, he's available. And according to the coach, he said they proposed Kamzad. He chose another opponent, but they're not saying who. Other less probable options would be Izzy. Uh, 
Robert Whitaker or Paulo Costa. So Costa would be interesting, but I don't think he deserves a title shot. And, so, and especially not over DDP. So hopefully it's DDP. And if they throw that on a December card, dude, December is going to be stacked to the max. Well, yeah. don't they usually like to do like a, a New Year's end of the year, like big time card? Yeah, yeah. I could definitely this would see be that like, happening. This would be epicness. This would be like three or four title fights on one card. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. That would be killer, bro. We'd have like, that'd be like a four-hour pay-per-view. Make up for this right. weekend. Yeah. Uh, another card that just got announced, UFC China. Oh. China, December 9th. And this is going to be fun, dude. This one's for the hardcores. Nasruddin Imovov versus Roman Delizzi. Dude, remember Roman Delizzi was supposed to fight Jared Cannonier. So that would have cleared up the upper upper echelon of the middleweights. Like somebody would have could have got a potential title shot out, off of that. So since Cannoneer's injured, we don't know when, or actually he's going to be injured for quite a while. We shared that last week's episode. Um, but Nasruddin Imovov coming off of his pay-per-view win. And what did he dust that dude off? Like in one minute? Yeah. He fought like last, he fought last week, no? Or the week before? Uh, and he just smoked that dude. So he's got, I mean, he's going right into camp. I'm pretty sure he's 100%. So this is... Maybe not going to result in a number one contender, but definitely whoever wins this is more than welcome into the top five of the middleweight division. And then from there, they could possibly be setting themselves up for a number one contender slot. Guys, are you excited for this or what? Yeah, man. This is a huge opportunity for, for uh, Nasruddin, dude. Like he's, yeah. he's going to be jumping up if he does Big well time. in this fight. He's yeah. been mopping the floor yeah. with everybody. And he's even if good. He does, now even if he doesn't win, like, if he puts on a good performance, it's going to jump yes. him up in the, in the rankings. Like he does way. exactly what I think a good fighter should do against lesser competition. Just right. gets him in and out. All right. So since our boy Volk got injured and he's not going to be helping out, I mean, he's not going to be able to recover anytime soon, it looks like they're going to shelf the Volkanovsky and Topuria match and push it back to February. And because of that, they're now going to move up and move forward with Islam taking on Charlie Olives. Part two in Canada. Hyper not. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be good. Uh, again, I, I was I was hoping that we would see Volk versus Tapuria first. but Definitely. Uh, you know, I'm definitely looking is- more forward to the Volk-Tapuria matchup, but I didn't want to see Volk take that fight when he's not ready to mm-hmm. go yet. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like clear those cobwebs up, take a little more time, get a better camp out. You could you're still training and you're still getting ready for a fight. So there's nothing, no shelf time. You know what I mean? All you're doing is pushing the fight a few weeks forward. That's it. So I'm right. I'm glad they did this. This buys Volk a little bit more time. Yep. Ah, all right. So I signed up. Thanks, Joe Elmore, our boy. For hooking it up with the link for the BKFC. I just subscribed to BKFC and I watched this event over and over and over. <laughs> Dude, this is fun. Muay Thai, that's already fun. But now you're doing bare knuckle. So I'm not going to share everything. But I did want to share the super fight, the main event that the show ended with. Buokao taking on Sanchai. And these are just 
Dude, too old school. If you're an old school, dude, they're legends. Combat, combat junkie. You know both of these guys. I remember Bulkow back in the day taking on Mighty Mo in the K1 Grand Prix. Dude, Mighty Mo outweighed him by like 140 pounds, and he knocked his block off, bro. I remember he threw like a flying roundhouse that just took him out, bro. Here, let me let me can I can I tell you something though? Because I watched this sure. fight, dude. Here's the deal, right? Like these two guys are freaking legends in the sport. And these guys, I'm gonna tell you, they're old, dude. I mean, they're like for fighters, they're dude, they're 43 and 41. These not guys only are, are they're not regular 43 and 41, they're they're like like the What's that Toyota? They're like a Toyota, like a 1983 Toyota Tacoma <laughs> with 400,000 miles. Exactly. They're still going, dude. But, but here's the deal. But here's the deal. Despite all that, you would think that, like, just on paper, like, these guys, like, it would be a sad fight. But it wasn't. It was still no, entertaining. No, look at this, dude. Look at the They're throwing knees. They're throwing elbows. They throw high kicks. And they're throwing hands, bro. Look at that. He just ate that kick to the jaw. Yeah. Dude, and this then the craziest thing fight, is, like, these guys are so tough. Look, they, like, no blood. Like, there was no blood in this whole yeah. fight. Bare knuckle. It was crazy. I'm like, how are you going to absorb that strike and not bleed? Also, man, their their skin is just so weathered, too. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I was going to say, look, that was a like, nasty-ass elbow that Sanchez just threw. Which yeah. fucking Bu Buakau just ate it. Yes. Yeah, they, I mean, they were both eating shots. In the end, it was five rounds. Look at that, dude. They're just going at it. And it dude, it was five rounds of non-stop action, man. I was so glad to, to that I was able to watch it. And it was on Amazon Prime for a while. Like, if you watched it live, I don't know if they put it back up for you to re-watch. But I just ended up getting a subscription, and I went back and watched it. So you can this watch whatever. This whole fight was, uh, was up on you. Just this one match was up on you. Oh, this one matchup was on YouTube? Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely yeah. worth your while. Go out and check it out. All right. You guys know what time it is. All right. Another round of Friday Night Fights. And these ones weren't as good as always, but there was a handful of fights. I think we should definitely oh, talk about Starting with Leo Mears. I don't know what the freak Herb Dean was looking at, dude, but this dude was throwing everything at the, the kitchen sink, and his opponent was even trying to get out in between the ropes, dude. Yeah, there was, there was no defense at all. Like, he just... Nothing, he just dude. He was there. just kind of curled up like a baby, so I don't know what yeah. Herb Dean was looking for there. But uh, unfortunately, his opponent was not able to answer the bell to come out for the second round. So his so Khalil wins by TKO round one. Won't take you a lot of time, but you might want to go back and watch that matchup. Uh, Ty Rudo taking on Abdul Kadira in a jiu-jitsu matchup super fight. Now, Ty wasn't able to get the sub, but he did just completely dominate this dude. Check out this little pass that was shared on Reddit. It's just a nice little smash pass that he ends with ends in mount with the very end. And after he hit this mount, dude, for a little while, I thought he was going to try to hit like a 
that smother choke from the top. Mm-hmm. He had the dude's arms pinned up for a little while, and he just kept moving up and moving up. And you could see that the dude was having a little hard time breathing, but he ended up giving it up. Giving up on that sub. Uh, main event time. This one might be a little loud, so you might want to turn it down. This was a super fight that was announced a while back, and we did want to do a a fight companion for this, but it, it wouldn't have lasted very long. It only goes into the second <laughs> round. And, dude, this was, like, super one-sided. This was MMA versus kickboxing, and it was, like, you could tell one guy was there doing proper kickboxing technique, and the other guy was using MMA kickboxing technique. So one guy's just throwing one shot at a time, and the other guy's setting everything up, and Make it as Andrade goes forward. Andrade is hurt. A right hand for Agni. He momentarily buckled Andrade. Andrade. And it's right back. But here comes Agni. The jump with the late ball. What a fight. Damn. That is a beat down. Credit to Andrade. He could have took a knee right there. Andrade's getting. He has no idea what to do. A big Dude, that's that's brutal, man. That's yeah, a masterclass. Right there. The ref drops it right there. And Haggerty ends up taking the W. Damn, he dyed his hair for nothing. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was that for one Friday night fights. Last night we had UFC fight night. We had a couple fights drop out at the last minute, including Rodolfo Vrieta taking on Armand Petrosian. I think that one got dropped like a couple hours before the main card, before the whole event was going to start. Uh, Ishmael Bonfin versus Vince Pichel. That one got scrapped, I think, after weigh ins, right? Because uh, I think. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, somewhere yeah he got. There. I just remember looking on there and all of a sudden it was like, cancel, cancel, was like, cancel. you make weight. Because both of those guys actually didn't make weight. Pichel was given an hour to cut the extra pounds, and he did. And Bonfim, I get, I don't know if he didn't try at all, but he didn't make it. So Pichel was like, I'm not going to fight him. So that they fool just went to go eat a cheeseburger instead. He's like, fuck <laughs> that. Yeah. So this, I watched, I mean, I watched the prelims and the main card and the, other than the Gabriel Bonfim, who is the brother of Ishmael Bonfim, and uh, who is his opponent? Kynan, uh, Dal- no, not Kynan, Nicholas Dalby and Gabriel Bonfim on the main card. That was a fun fight. And then on the prelims, if, if you're watching on YouTube, you see the official Chingasos Combat Crew seal of approval, Chingasos edition. Go watch the prelims. You guys are going to love Fight 11. Angela Hill versus Gomes. Dude, Angela Hill was putting in work, bro. No. Uh, Petrino Bukaskis, Buskaskis, I got that finish for us. Fair Fox Barkov, I don't even know. It was the co main event on the prelims. It ended in a draw. Both of those guys were beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> there was not only one 10 8 round, but there were two 10 8 rounds for both of these guys. Jeez. I think round one was scored a 10 8 for. For the Russian guy, and then the Brazilian ended up scoring a 10-8 in the third round. So go out and watch that. And then I I'm, do I'm have glad this that they're using more 10-8 rounds, dude. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad, glad that, that they're, they're giving that. them out a little bit more. 
Yeah. Yeah. The L- and then I did message you guys yesterday and asked you guys, did you guys just see that finish with the fight that I was talking about was Elvis Brenner and Kynan Kruchuski. And I got that finish for us right now. If you guys ready to check those out, y'all ready? All right, let's do it. So here we go. As usual, probably going to have to cut these clips out because YouTube is even hating on us. And I'm sorry that I have not been posting to social media, but I'm going to get back on that horse. I'm going to put up them clips this week. And this is going to be one of them. Vitor Petrino taking on Modestus Bukaskis. Check this out. Left hook again. He's got to be careful. He doesn't get countered with a straight right. He's overhand right by Bukaskis. And it is a shot that Bukaskis likes. But as I said in round one, he was but talking Petrino about going for takedowns. Play, not bro. a bad idea because Petrino was successful at a lot of control time. I love what you're seeing. Petrino I guess the crowd will. Oh! He like walked right into that left yeah. hook, no? Yes. I love what you're seeing Petrino do. Keep that right hand up. That right hand. Look. That was right on the money. It's up, it's up, it's up. And then he's gonna drop it right. Nasty dude. He brought it was right when he was bringing it back. He caught it right when he was bringing that right back. Yeah. So perfectly well timed, man. One thing that I do want to add is that the crowd, obviously, because they were fighting in Sao Paulo, so the crowd was. 100% behind every Brazilian fighter. So that may have been why in the in the fight, you know, the co-main event in the prelims, that Brazilian guy got a 10-8 in the third round because the crowd just willed him into that shit, dude. Mm. Uh, check this out. Elvis Brenner versus Kynan Kruchuski. Elvis did not need the crowd to pump him up because this fool was ready. Dude, this is... This is shoot the box, shoot the box esque, bro. Shoot the box esque. This is for the old schoolers out there because that's where Elvis trains. Check this Minus ish soccer out. Soccer kicks. Consistent circular. Movement Not really the well. soccer kicks, but Not just the pain. Kind of got the center of the octagon. That's the way he drops it right now. Little right hand. It's, and see, that's part of the issue why Krushevsky's tough to deal with. You notice Brenner leaped at him and he just stood his ground and threw a one two down the middle. That clipped him on the top of the head. Let's go back and rewatch that. Right. Oh, oh, and threw a one-two oh, down. Oh, and that's what happens when you sit down. Threw a left straight and he came over the top with that right. Yeah. One-two down the middle. Oh, oh, and that's what happens when you sit down. Oh, right on the front of the lobe. He's not gonna be making some good decisions for a while. <laughs> yeah, that was killer, man. Yeah, that was why I messaged you guys. I'm like, oh. check this out. Tough to deal with. You notice Brenner leaped at him and he just stood his ground time. and threw a one two down the middle. Oh, Damn, that was pretty cool. He All right, out. Oh, check this out Gabriel Bonfin taking on Nicholas Dalby. And so the Bonfin bros have a lot of heat behind them, man. The UFC. Wants them desperately to become like the next the next big thing in Brazil. They're super young, but they have been making a killing, finishing people in the first round. And Nicholas Dalby was like, "Cool story, bro. Standing, this be ridiculous. 
Oh, an uppercut for Bob All Dean. Dean. And in those knees this entire round. Oh, he just and does not stop almost attacking. Dobby has not oh, stopped. Oh, he hurt. Yeah. Yeah. First. Is he going to give him his first loss? 30 seconds. This should be That, that fool was, was, was straight up. Rizal was waiting for it. He was dropped like that. He like dropped like a tombstone. Yeah, right. Right? Like I would you would just think like huge. You probably should just it. does not stop right attacking. Dolby has not stopped. Is he going to give him his first loss? 30 seconds. This should be We'll call it between six to eight, plus or minus one for human error. He completely up pulled the upset off on that one, man. So congratulations, Nicholas Dalby. That was badass. What was that, Fonzo? What weight class is this? Uh, I think this is welterweight, if I, I'm not mistaken. Is, uh, okay. Welterweight. Trying to see. I would like to see him against Rafael Baziv. But is it, are they in the same weight class? For the Battle of the Vikings, there can be yeah. only one. <laughs> yeah. Right? That's why. Like twins, That'd be bro. dope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe he's like... a lightweight. I don't know. Because I, I know Ishmael is definitely a welterweight. Okay. All right. So that was the last fight that I last banger fight that I wanted to share with you guys. I got one more thing. As you guys know, we got UFC 295 next week. So you all know what that means. That's right. UFC 295 Parlay Super Show. Time to throw it down again, boys. Time to make our picks. It's time to share all the fight stats, all the props, all the money lines, everything y'all need to fill out. Your parlay. So we're going to be filling out our parlay card. We'll share our picks. Maybe you guys can share your picks. Send them in. DM them to any one of us. And what we're going to do now is whoever doesn't win, whoever wins, gets to pick a charity of their choice. And we donate to that charity. So last month, Fonzo won. Fonzo had us donate to Toys for Tots. So we all made that donation. And we'll be seeing what charity we'll be donating to for the month of November. All right, gentlemen, that's the last story. Anything you want to say to everyone watching out there? Anything we need to be looking out for this upcoming week? Um, no, I just want to say Toy for Tots and, and those charities are going to get some pretty hefty donations this month. Uh, thanks to uh, Chingazo's Combat Crew because I'm, I'm going to keep winning. That's, that's what I want to say. <laughs> All right. That's a charity I can get behind for sure. How about you, cuz? Uh, no, just only thing is we got Veterans Day coming up, so uh, hopefully we can get something together for that. Um, and if you're a veteran out there, thank you for what you do, and uh, we'll be definitely uh, putting out something soon. How about next Friday? Because Friday's for Veterans sure. Day. Maybe Friday night we do like a, a watch party for something. Okay. Another fight companion for something. Maybe we'll pick a fight and we'll just get we'll score it again, or we'll just talk shit about it during the whole time we watch <laughs> it. You know, we'll see what's up. See what we Let's can see watch. But uh, yes, thank you for reminding us, cuz. Happy Veterans Day for everyone out there. Have a fantastic week. Don't forget to follow us on social media. Instagram, C underscore Combat Crew. Check out that YouTube page. Don't forget to hit that subscribe and like. Hit that little bell so you can get the notifications. C underscore Combat Crew. Or if you like the TikTok, C Combat Crew. 
Until next week, everyone have a fantastic week. Keep kicking ass. We'll see y'all on Friday for the Parlay Super Show. Chingasso's Combat Crew out. Peace. Peace. See ya. All right. <laughs>